Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. No, I'm going to get my money. <laughs> Big man, you collected? Little Electric Avenue. Start out the 3 o'clock hour. I missed the first hour of the show. I'm trying to keep up with Solana and Crowder. I've been working too much without missing, so I've got to <laughs> try to even things out. Make it more like a team effort. He ran his pockets. Ran his pockets. Got my bread. Mm-hmm. Tell him, don't make me come back here. Big man, I'm sorry. You know how this is going to go. You know, I watch Uncut Gems at least three times a week. Arno. <laughs> who's um, Eric Bogosian, he's the the bookmaker. He's in the front of the car, and they're roughing up Adam Sandler, Howard in the back, and and he says, I told you how this was going to go if you didn't behave. I told you how this was. <laughs> and then Sandler's going, what did I do? What did I do? Which is the lament of any gambler who owes, what did I do? <laughs> I told you how things were going to go if you didn't behave. I told you how things were going to go. Fast forward, he's nude in a trunk. <laughs> That's what you do to people, Hawk. Folks are scared right. of you out there. Give me my bread. Yeah, you a crazy person in the Boca streets. Um, so we have over the next three hours a loaded potato for you. I missed OJ in the first hour, but David Fironas this hour from the Sun Sentinel. He covers the Dolphins. There's some NFL stuff to talk about. Clay Ferrero will join us in the four o'clock hour. For 15 minutes of heat, got a heat game tonight. And uh, in the five o'clock hour, today is National Proofread Day. Mm. Got to proofread stuff. Yes. Because if you don't, you end up coming out with Marlon Shirley, like I did. <laughs> uh, yep. And, uh, and Bill Burr with the Sherry's Berries. <laughs> so I thought in the five o'clock hour, we'd have some laughs and give you a couple examples of a couple of couple of dopes who failed to proofread on National <laughs> Proofreading Day. I like and we'll it. give you a little treat. So we'll have some fun. Uh, let's get headlines here. We'll start out the 3 o'clock hour with headlines and Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Nice win for the Cats last night over the Vegas Golden Knights. 2-1. to one. Yeah, it was. It was a really uh, nice win. I was surprised. I didn't let on yesterday as we were broadcasting from the arena. But, I mean, VGK is a really good team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you would kind of ask Plagans, um, why the win, the loss? The win, the loss. Like, where's the where's the streak? And so the way, you know, I had done the math in my head. I was like, yeah, they're not beating VGK tonight. <laughs> they had a nice win over Pittsburgh. That's the way the season's gone. A nice mm-hmm. win over Pittsburgh. They'll lose to VGK and 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 but man, nice important win last night, and that does uh, wonders for their playoff chances. I think they are. If I read it correctly, they're one point back of the final playoff spot. Is that correct, Solana? Right now, yes. 
Yeah. So that, big that win. could change today, though. I believe sure. with the scheduling. Yeah. Three oh five. Dale, dale, dale. God bless. Dale. Dale. Thank you, Jimmy. 305, sponsored by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. I figured it out for the Panthers, Hawk, in the first hour. What is it? Bob just has to stop the puck from going in the net, and they're going to go to the playoffs. It's astute analysis by you. He was mm-hmm. great last night, by That's the way. That's what I saw. Like, when I and, watched that, I'm like, hey, do that. And the truth <laughs> is, I mean, I know it sounds simplistic, but if he plays that way, like he did Saturday night, like he did last night, if he does that, I mean, they're going to be fine. They'll make the playoffs. And you look at the last 10 games or so. The wins are 3-4-1. to one. The losses are 6-2. to two. Six to three. That's what if he get. If they could keep teams to one or two goals. That's how they win. They're not. They're not winning those shootouts. It's crazy because last year they were. This year they're not. That's it. It's really stark. Like you can see the difference between the last two seasons. You know what I mean? I mean it was shootout after shootout last season, and for this coaching style, Paul Maurice's coaching style to work, you really need the goalie mm-hmm. to be playing lights out hockey and it's been up and down but it's been good lately that's so it's all on bob come on big man it's simplistic but you know the heat kind of in the same boat right if they shoot well make threes they're probably gonna be the six or the five seed in the east like it it, as, as simple as that sounds that's kind of been the issue all season long last year number one in shooting threes this year not number one in shooting threes towards the bottom of the league I mean, I guess you could pretty much with every team that you root for, you could boil it down to something simple. While we know sports are multi-tiered and multi-layered and it's not as simple for the Dolphins next season. Isn't it as simple as Tua stays healthy? Yep. That's it. Let's go yeah. do it. Like, protect Tua. He Be plays available 15 games. out of 17 games. They're, they're, they're in great shape. Yeah. The Heat hit threes. They're in great shape. Yeah. Panthers get a goal game. Your team, the, the the Miami Hurricanes, get an offense going and see how good this team is. That's a little larger than what we're talking about, though. Like that, like that, that seems to be, I appreciate it. It seems to be a little larger because there's so many facets to the offense. Uh, just score some points. Like I got put you. up 30, you know, yeah. simple. I'll write that down. <laughs> Ten. 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 I'm pointing at my TV, by the way. <laughs> pen? You got a pen? <laughs> TVs don't even think that's a good idea to write down. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, <laughs> Put on our cut gems again. The hell with this beer. <laughs> don't twist my arm. Still on Showtime? Yep. I watched the end the other night. Thought about you. It's great. It's It's great. The movie I, is great. From when he locks Arno and his buddies in the little yeah. transition yeah. room. The guy with the voice like that. It's yeah. one of the greatest movie characters of all time. <laughs> to okay, that you point, made your mark. You made your point. Let's go. From the start of the Boston game to the end of that movie, it is a hell of a movie. It is. Yeah. You, I mean, you're feeling it. Yeah, yeah. And even the ending, like nobody expects. Don't, don't spoil it. I'm not. I'm just saying nobody expects what happens. Which is weird because you probably should, but mm-hmm. I don't think you expect it. I don't know. I don't think you should. 
I don't like I, I don't I, at no point did I think what right. what ended up happening was going to happen the first time I saw it. I think I saw that movie. People I think, I think looking I saw that for him. What do you think the people were looking for him for? <laughs> no. Yeah, but he made his mark. <laughs> right. But they wanted their money. Yeah. Yes. You know, like yeah. they got their money at that point. I think I cool. saw. Now you didn't. I think I saw that movie by myself at midnight at a movie theater because you came on the show and you're like, this is I the made, best I, movie <laughs> of all is. time. You you guys have to watch it. So I said, all right, like I'm, I'm, and it was me and a couple behind me, which I'm pretty sure did not watch the movie. <laughs> I sat three rows in front of them by I myself. Think I went to see a couple midnight showings by myself just to watch Julia Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you sit that close to the couple if you're the only three in the theater? <laughs> you nasty, Solana. Get a glimpse. Know, it's kind of weird if I'm just sitting like by myself, ten rows ahead of them. I mean, it's a movie theater. I just sit like a little near them, keep them in check. Watch that movie with Valentina. Oh, no. I don't know what hurt that because she has no clue of sports gambling, and I, I just, I love that movie. I love every aspect of that movie i I don't because i would say asia didn't get she didn't she didn't get it she didn't like it i relate to him he's jewish you see the judaism in it there's the black athletic component of it it's Mm -hmm. all like it's everything that we do on the show you know what i mean it's sports sports gambling Judaism, blackism. It's it's just like it's it's everything. I I it, I love that movie. It, it it could be frustrating if you don't gamble because then it just looks like a bunch of dumbass decisions. Right. That I get. I get. Like if you don't have any concept of sports gambling, you don't respect sports gambling, and that that because you have to buy into at least that part of it. Because if you don't, you're like, oh, it's crazy. This would never yeah. happen. I'm like, I know that dude. I know. <laughs> Personally. Adam Sandler's character. I know <laughs> that guy. Mm-hmm. I know I just... Arno. I know Damani. I know KG. I know everybody in that movie. I don't know. I was, you don't know KG. I, I was just in Vegas when the guy sitting outside the casino smoking a, a, a relighting a cigarette, looking at the ground, shaking his head. Mm-hmm. I those guys. That's yep. that's what I'm used to. Told you how things were going to go down if you didn't behave. They, what? What did I do? What did I do? I don't know. Maybe you owe me $100,000 for a year and a half. <laughs> you gotta maybe, get you're, your maybe you're diamond brighting your pool while you owe me $150,000. Relighting a cigarette is, is how you know you hit rock bottom, <laughs> the by end the way. Of the end. <laughs> My brother taught me years ago. I mean, listen, you, 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 you want to you do Vegas the right way. If you lose... You don't even get a hotel room. You take some wet naps from the casino and you give yourself a wet nap bath at the casino, uh, at the bathroom mirror. <laughs> like when I, he used to have a, a, a motto at the track. When I wins, I eat. When I loses, I starves. <laughs> Your brother was in uncut gems. <laughs> His brother could have been in uncut gems. You know, <clears throat> this happened to me, which was so awkward. You talked about the relighting a cigarette. I was sitting there on a bench smoking a cigar and a bum was standing there waiting for me to put it out so that he can grab it and relight it out of the little sand. 
But now you I'm smoke, s- uh, you can smoke cigars now in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Every now and again. <laughs> but I'm sitting on the wooden bench outside the Aria. There's a homeless person standing there. And what he's doing is waiting by the ashtray. One saying, man's trash. But he's another man's treasure. Do I put out the cigar early to give another him a little more? Absolutely. Absolutely. If you see people, if you're done with your meal and you're at the bar area, you're done with your meal and you see the people hovering, wrap it up. Quicken my meal so you can sit down? No, no, no. If you're done with your meal and you're just sitting there and you see a couple, whatever, a group, they're hovering, wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your cigar, you see someone hovering, wrap it up. I got you. I'll do it next time. I walked away. <laughs> Made me uncomfortable. Put it in your pocket. Put it out. Put, put it, it under your, your arm. Put it under your arm. <laughs> Give it a couple of things, then just put it out. Not there even enjoying Enjoy my that. cigar anymore. Why are you staring at me? I walked away. Um, moving on with headlines. The Heat do play tonight. They play the Cods 7.30 p.m. No Lowry again. No Nikola Jovic. Uh, you guys see this? Jimmy Butler was actually in L.A. last night. Pau Gasol, the second-best Gasol brother, was having his jersey retired. (laughs) (laughs) Was having his jersey retired by the L.A. Lakers. And Jimmy, he played with them in Chicago, actually flew out to L.A. last night to be there to watch Pau Gasol's jersey get retired. That's pretty cool. Yeah, everybody, I don't know if you saw on social media, everyone was uh, posting the clip of Kobe talking about how Pau Gasol is going to have that number Next Raised to, to the yep, that's cool. And it was second best Gasol brother. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus hey. will have his jersey retired in Memphis. By the way, I'm just letting mm-hmm. you know it's going to happen. Uh, alongside who? <laughs> Not <laughs> there's lack of options on what to retire. They don't have any jerseys to retire. Not Jaw. <laughs> uh, maybe <laughs> hey may- man, he'll get back in good grace. Maybe Zebo. Remember uh, Zach Randolph? <laughs> yeah, I like Zach Zeebo. Randolph. <laughs> Couldn't jump off the ground, but he was so good, man. So good. Movable force. Hey, man, can we make some money off of this? Because what popped in my mind was Jimmy Butler has flown 10 hours in the last 20 hours, and now he has to play a game tonight. Well, let me take a look here. That red eye is not fun now. I've done it. Yeah, but you think he's flying commercial? He's Steve. I don't give a damn what you're in. If you're in there for five hours. You think he flies commercial? No. No. Too much money. Well, who, so who, like, you think he, he, you know, rents a jet or do you think he asks Mickey or says to the Lakers, Hey, if you provide me a jet, I'll fly out. Like, how do you think that works? I, I, I think, well, the guys I know that use private jets, there are like services you just call and they have people. Right. But they're paying for it. Yeah. And you, I'm saying like, he's going out there. Is it because he's such great friends with Paul? Yeah. yeah. Is it okay? So it's like it's like why I'm going to Canton with Zach. Like I'm right. You're, you're getting an honor. We're tight. I, I got to see you get this honor. But you'll send the invoice to Zach, right? I mean, he should pay for your airfare and clothing and <laughs> lodging. I asked him where everybody's staying with the thought that he would volunteer to say, "Hey, I got a block of rooms." He didn't volunteer any rooms. So, you want to guess at the line tonight? Heat hosting the Cavs. Heat minus one. I'm right there. Minus two. Heat plus two. Interesting line to me. Hmm. 
That scares me now. Damn. Jimmy Butler travel effect. I'm telling you. Calves, later points. <laughs> What'd you say? Somebody say something? <laughs> Jimmy over under tonight is 21 and a half, so we take the under. Listen, I've done a red eye recently. You do you're not you don't bounce back that fast. Yeah. You'd be tired. I did the red eye, and I showed up to Heat Media Day, interviewed a couple guys. I was good. I came, did the show. Ah, he'll be all right. Yeah, but then, then you missed like 18 subsequent shows. <laughs> <laughs> Is this before or after you went to the ER for dehydration? <laughs> for jet lag. Nothing an IV drip can't fix, fellas. <laughs> um, Hawk, um, tomorrow the Canes play in the ACC tournament. At noon, so our show will start a little late. I told you that Wake Forest beat Syracuse tight game 77-74. So the Canes will play Wake Forest tomorrow noon in the quarterfinals of the tourney. Yeah, and then the uh, the big tournament starts next week. This is just a reminder, a little note. The first day of the tournament is Thursday, March 16th. Crowder and I will do the show live at Twin Peaks in Davie. We have not been there in a while, Mm -hmm. but we will kick off the tournament in style. Everyone can join us. Twin Peaks in Davie a week from tomorrow. You see Tua Hawk is filing for a trademark application for his own name. For his own name? Yeah. Tongue of Iloa. He's trademarking his own name. Tua Tonga-Vailoa? He's trademarking Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Do you have to trademark your own name? You know, that's a good question. But I was saying all it does is make you have to sue people. I I was just under the impression that you couldn't use people's names anyway for commercial purposes without their permission. I, I don't know how. I don't yeah, know. I'm not saying legally. We, well, I'm sure we'll look it yeah. up, but all those shirts that are made, those flea market shirts. Right. Like they use whatever name and but image they want. I mean, you're not going to get those people anyway. Yeah. And then by the time, there's an actual, there's a website that has pivot stuff on there from my podcast <laughs> and just flat out just took, took, just reprinted our thing on a t shirt and was selling it. And when we hit them up, we're like, hey, you can't do this. They said sorry and took it down. So that yeah. thing is just. Let me get as much money as I can before somebody says something. I'm selling shirts on my website, P-I-V-I-T, Pivot. (laughs) Well, you'll be getting a call, son. (laughs) Johnny Williams is on the way. I think we should should claim to a Tonga Vailoa. Let's challenge him for the trademark. Let's just see what happens. On what basis are you challenging him? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Or spell his last name phonetically with an N in it somewhere. <laughs> what did I do, Arno? I told you how things were going to go if you didn't behave. I told you how things were going to go if you didn't behave. I love that back and forth. That's what you going to tell Tua when he sues us? <laughs> we're just huge jujitsu fans, Tua. That's all. Huge jujitsu fans. Um, and I know... Uh, Crowder and I discussed it with OJ last segment, Hawk, but yesterday we we mentioned it right at the end of the show, Jeff Darlington tweeting out that the Dolphins won't pursue Lamar Jackson, and we had kind of missed this yesterday, so just to to bring you in, because the Dolphins don't have a first-round pick, even if they wanted to go get Lamar, they can't do so 
until after the NFL draft. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So not that we're expecting them to now because they're not going to. <laughs> they're not going to, right. But yeah. um, they, They've made it very clear. They have made it very clear. And every time you think there's, there's a little opening for them to talk to someone else or bring someone else in, they have been ultra clear. Two was our guy. Mike McDaniel believes in two, uh done deal. And, Hawk, when me, Solana and I were talking about it earlier, don't, don't you think even teams that are interested in Lamar don't want to be the first one to throw a big deal out? Well, here's, everybody's here's trying the, to fill out the market for him. I was thinking about it last night when we were talking about it. Like, it's not just investing all the money in somebody who might be injured. You've got to give up these two first-round draft picks, too. I mean, this, this is a, a monstrous risk that mm-hmm. someone could end up taking. And if you know how it's going to end, God bless you, because no one else does. And so it, it's a huge risk. You know, we saw it with Denver. Denver gave up. I mean, yeah. it's essentially getting somebody who's on the, what's it called? The unconfirmed. Uh, the non-exclusive. <laughs> sure. Uh, getting getting <laughs> Russell Wilson on that deal. I mean, it's the same thing, right? You give up all these draft picks and huge amount of money, and you hope it works. And teams that are lined up one quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl, they usually don't have all them resources because their roster's so good that they've used their resources to get good players. It's hard to find a team that went deep in the playoffs with two first round picks and a bunch of money. Like it's 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 oxymoron. Or, or, or do you say to yourself, "Hey, we're a quarterback away. We might be able to steal Anthony Richardson at 12." Yeah. 13. Like I don't know where he's going to end up. You know what I mean? Like there, there's other options. But that proven co- Anthony Richardson, let's say it takes him 2 years like Josh Allen. We need to win now. We have older players, we have expiring contracts. We have to win within the next 2 years. Or this is right. all going to blow right. up. Right, he doesn't feel that. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what the Lamar Jackson team. But honestly, Hawk, as we talk through it, I don't. I can't think of a great pick because the teams we talked about Lamar needing to go to were just teams that needed a quarterback, and a lot of them said they don't want him. I'm just not buying into that though. Like I'm not buying into the Falcons not being interested. I think it was the Panthers not being int- like I don't buy it. How, how could you not be interested if you're the Falcons? Because think of what you have to give up. Right, it's, but it's, what, what's it's the alternative? Boomer bust. What's it's the alternative? Boomer bust with Lamar Jackson. Build a team. Build a team with your draft picks and with free agent money. You know what I mean? Like, right, it's but it, boomer bust. It's also boomer bust building a team. How many quarterbacks well, sure. have been selected and you're everybody's certain they're a sure thing? Look at the Dolphins with Tua. No, no, no. I, I'm but not there, hating there on is, them. But. I mean, there is definitive evidence that Lamar Jackson gets injured. Mm-hmm. But there's also I mean, there's also definitive evidence that he's an MVP. Yeah. Now, I, yep. I get you like you, but you've got to weigh it out. All right. Your headlines from the Demesman and Dover law firm. Call them 866-954-MORE. Right now, partly cloudy in South Florida. It's around 83 degrees tonight. The lows will be in the low 70s. That's your weather. David Fioronas, he covers the Dolphins. He's going to join us. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I think Trick Daddy said it best when he said, let's go. <laughs> I didn't know which, which quote you're going to go with. Hawk and Crowder. David Furonis. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... 
they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Is the reporter for the Sun Sentinel who covers the Miami Dolphins. He is on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. He uh, he was at a lunch today. They uh, they did a best of luck uh send off for Ruthie Polinsky from NBC6 who's done there so I'm seeing here Fironis in the picture I see Ruthie I see Joe Shad I see Hal Habib I see Adam Beasley who else was there for lunch Cam Wolf Chris Perkins uh Daniel Yafusi so uh good representation from the Dolphins beat uh giving uh, our friend Ruthie a little send off where where'd you guys go for lunch? Where'd you take her? Oh, uh, over in Davies, so old Dolphin stomping grounds, and then uh, just uh, the Ale House over there. So it was a good time. Mm, so what? Mm. Uh, Ale House, that's a spot. I'm trying to guess who orders what. So <laughs> let's see. Cam Wolf goes with chicken tenders. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> Uh, a lot of us uh, went burgers. Uh, sorry if I'm ruining your whole uh, guessing game here, but uh, we split a bunch of appetizers and then uh, uh, a lot of burgers. Uh, uh, myself and Joe Shad, we, we split one burger after how much we uh, we ended up uh, divulging in the appetizers. So, uh, <laughs> but but go ahead. I, I'd like to hear you continue with this game. <laughs> well, I saw a reaction here on the video feed from Crowder when you said you who was it? You and Joe Shad split a burger. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, we have plenty of appetizers. Don't worry. I, I could down them. Right, David, you and another grown-ass man cutting a burger in half? Did y'all use the same plate? Did you share fries? <laughs> How does this happen? <laughs> hey, man, we're, we ate so much at the Combine in Indianapolis, so many steak dinners out there. Uh, now we come back feeling a little bit uh, beyond our, our, our weight goals, so – so and then now we got to come back home and uh, and, and hit some calorie limits. <laughs> what did uh, what did Ruthie have? Ruthie uh, also had. Well, I, I mean, we had so many appetizers, so uh, th- that was what uh, what a lot of it was. Uh, we split some crab legs too, uh, as one of them, and uh, she went with some kind of uh, sandwich or burger as the entree later. Did, did anybody get the zinger melt? No, no, we did not. But I know Whale House is famous for their zingers. Yeah, no one got the zingers? The mountain melt? I mean, you talk about right. that. That's like their best appetizer for sharing. Yeah, yeah, we, we blew that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. That, uh, read response. It's why it's, it's why they need radio guys out there. You know, right. we know this stuff. Yeah. We know, know this okay. stuff. There is a definite <laughs> lack of radio guys there. What about Hal? You, what you Hal Habibi? You guys have the show. You guys have the show. You what, 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 what did Hal get? Well, uh, you're asking me to recollect way too many people's dining options. <laughs> I have no. I do not remember. Did Hal pay his fair share, or did he try to get out? Of <laughs> yes. It? No, he did. He did. <laughs> he might have tried to expense it on the Palm Beach Post. I don't know. <laughs> hey, who who was the salad guy that was trying to impress his friends by eating healthy? Who was the salad guy in the group? No, none of us. None of us. We we did not do that. 
Oh, okay. We did have that some seems soup like a Beasley. That up. seems like a Beasley thing. That's what I thought. Beasley yeah. did do a soup and salad uh, plus uh, appetizers. So, yeah, he, he took on the crab legs. <laughs> he's wearing, I see Beasley, he's wearing sandals with, uh, you know, you're at a restaurant, no socks, just sandals. Mm. What's Beasley doing there? <laughs> very, very South Florida look. <laughs> Veronis is like, why did I leave the lunch for this? I thought it, he's like, he's like, fellas, I gotta go do this interview. There, there's a lot going on in the NFL. <laughs> I'm just peppering him with questions about Asking the lunch. About the lunch he just left. What? Uh, no, let's let's talk some football. David Veronis, he covers the Dolphins for the uh, Sun Sentinel. <laughs> so, uh, oh, we, we are going to we talk. talk football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have to, I guess. <laughs> Len will get mad. Um. So Lamar Jackson, explain the explain this to us. Do you believe that because the Dolphins have made it clear, I guess, that they're not interested in Lamar Jackson? And uh, do you believe that? And do you believe that they're not interested in anyone? Because they've made it pretty clear who is their guy. Mike McDaniel says who is the perfect guy for the offense that I want to run. I believe what I'm hearing. I'm wondering if you do. Yeah, uh, everything that. First, we'll start with what they've said publicly. Everything Mike McDaniel and Chris Greer have said publicly since the end of the season has led everyone to believe that, yes, they are strongly in the belief that they want Tua Tungavailoa as their starting quarterback for 2023. And uh, they're sure, based on precedent, there is reason to uh, be skeptical of it because just last offseason they, they said something similar, and uh, then the tampering findings from the NFL did prove it to be true that they still pursued Tom Brady. We know the Deshaun Watson pursuit from the trade deadline the year before that and also the offseason the year before that. So um, they have uh, in the past put on this public face, but then uh, behind the scenes been doing so, some other stuff, exploring options. So I do believe it as maybe call me gullible if uh, they, they've fooled me once, twice, uh, three times. But I do believe that's what they want to do here for 2023. Um, and I know Josine Anderson had the report that uh, they are exploring options that people in the organization uh, had been told as much. And then we also have Jeff Darlington, who has reported that uh, is exactly what you just said. Mike McDaniel believes Tua is, is the perfect option for, uh, for the team in 2023. I do tend to believe, just because it makes too much sense to stick with Tua at his uh, final year of his rookie contract number to, uh, to go elsewhere right now. Uh, I think he showed enough. Last year in Mike McDaniel's offense with Tyreek Hill, with Jalen Waddle, to show that he can uh, get it done with everything in front of him. And then now more so it's just about uh, staying healthy and probably that the Dolphins want to see him uh, be available to them for a full season uh, before making any kind of long-term decisions. And then the fifth-year option on the contract uh, that they have to decide on by May 2nd is kind of uh, that big debate of whether to uh, commit at this point for 2024 or just play out uh, this next season. Well, David, to that point, like if they're, they're all coming out saying two is the guy, he fits this, this uh, team perfectly, this offense perfectly, but they're only locking him in literally for 17 games if you don't make the playoffs. If they're going to keep him yeah. and they're really not interested in these other guys, shouldn't they op- uh, execute the fifth-year option? And I'll ask you, should they and will they uh, execute before May 1st the fifth-year option? Yeah, so that's a big question. And uh, in my opinion, see, at first, I've kind of gone back and forth. I I ended the season feeling like they shouldn't, that they have to just play it out because you haven't seen Tua stay healthy. 
then I kind of, okay, well, $23.1 million, and you see what other quarterbacks are getting, like Daniel Jones is uh, going to get uh, whatever it is, 40s in the 40s, and uh, other quarterbacks. The $23 million, it looks like a bargain for the fifth year, so why not? But then do you want to keep your options open if next year you do find that Tua, uh, again, cannot remain healthy for you, and, or if he just ends up having a, a, a bad season, steps back, and then you start thinking again, oh, well, Lamar Jackson, let's say he plays on the franchise tag with Baltimore and is available again next year. Well, then, well, could you imagine Lamar Jackson with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and, and Mike McDaniel calling plays for uh, such dynamic athletes, uh, which would really be something like we've never seen before. Uh, Lamar hasn't had those kind of receivers ever, and not one receiver like those two, let alone both. So, yeah, then your, your mind starts to, to wander. So, but I've been, I mean, to kind of wrap that up, I feel like, yeah, if you do feel that, that Tua is the guy for that, that offense and can run it as efficiently as possible, then, yes, give him the, the fifth-year option. And it, it was kind of intriguing that uh, Mike or Chris Greer was still a little uh, noncommittal, whereas last year around the same time when he spoke at the Combine and it was Christian Wilkins who was up for the fifth-year option, and he was pretty clear that in saying it, it's very likely they'll give it to him and the Dolphins did end up giving it to him. So a little bit of a different tone that we heard this time around uh, where he he's, seems a little bit more unsure than he was same time last year when it came to Wilkins' fifth year. What, uh, what is the market for Lamar Jackson? Because we keep hearing of teams who are not going to make an offer. And, and from what you're saying, obviously, he could play this one season under the franchise tag and then be a free agent, I guess, ostensibly, and then you wouldn't have to give up two first-round draft picks. So what, what do you think ends up happening with Lamar Jackson? Yeah, so uh, also making things more difficult for the Dolphins is you don't have the 2023 first-round pick. You used to have two of them, uh, but then one of them was lost with the tampering findings and, uh, and the penalties handed down by the NFL. And then uh, the other one, once you lost one and then – Tua was having such a great season mid-year, was, was very hot at that point in the year, um, and you're feeling, okay, he's probably the answer, then uh, you end up uh, trading the other one for Bradley Chubb. So it's really a win-now with Tua uh, mentality. And as far as uh, in the future, well, yeah, it is really interesting with Lamar Jackson that so many teams have kind of put the message out there that they are, um, that they are not in the running, not pursuing him, uh, Sure, a lot of it has to do with the uh, guaranteed money. I think teams don't want to get into the same mix as um, the Deshaun Watson contract that the, the Browns handed him, um, and, and which really kind of felt like a Cleveland Browns organization move uh, to, to give out that much uh, uh, guaranteed money. And it's such a, an unprecedented contract. And, of course, now that ends up setting the market. Now every quarterback from here on out is going to be wanting uh, that type of deal. So, uh, that's kind of one of the challenges with it. And then for the Dolphins, it's not having a first-round pick this year. And then if you uh, then circle back next year, now you're back in the mix where you have your 2024 first-round pick and, and so on and so forth in the future. So uh, so you could get into the mix if it's another non-exclusive uh, franchise tag situation. And, David, this offseason, I'm, I'm – sh- I would guess to say, tell me if I'm wrong, the Dolphins aren't going to get any big name guys. Are they, are, are they, are they well shopping again? Because we well shopped last year. Now names are coming up like Jalen Ramsey. I've seen, you know, the Dolphins attached to um, Derek, Derek Henry jumped up in there. Like these big name guys, you think the Dolphins do any more well hunting? Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a way to get one big name, maybe like a one and a half 
type of situation. Maybe if someone's willing to take a pay cut because they like the situation in Miami, a, a veteran that wants to win, uh, feels like there's a, a, a chance for the Dolphins to do something special and is that plug-in guy, whether it's some of the guys you mentioned. I mean, uh, yeah, they could use quarterback help. So Jalen Ramsey, you know, there's interest apparently from Jordan Poyer at, at safety. Uh, so could they make a move there? Uh, I would really like to see them uh, upgrade at inside linebacker. So if you could go for like a Bobby Wagner who uh, will be released by the Rams or, or Eric Kendricks from Minnesota who has been released. Uh, Levante David, uh, who's a Miami guy and uh, played at Northwestern and, uh, and was with Tampa Bay. So there's some options there. Uh, and, and then as long as they're economical elsewhere and can find the restructures to get the salary cap number uh, right, which which I believe uh, Brandon Shore over there, he's, he's going to do everything this offseason. Chris Greer didn't seem very concerned about uh, being $16 million over the cap uh, when we spoke to him at the end of the season. So we know they're going to maneuver around, maybe make some trades. We saw the uh, the cuts start to happen with Stephen Carter yesterday. So they'll find all these different maneuvers to get the salary cup number, number right. And then maybe they can make one big signing, uh, maybe another kind of mid-level and then fill out the, the roster uh, the rest of the way and maybe bring back some other guys. you have any uh, idea what happened with Byron Jones? you have any idea? There's There's got to be so many layers to that story that we just don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, from what I know, the, uh, the, the progress in his rehab uh, stopped at some point and um, the team was, if we go through the timeline, was actually hopeful that he'd be able to return from that surgery last March, uh, starting with training camp. And then that didn't happen. He was on the physically unable to perform list. Then, um, still hopeful that he'd be back at some point. It it went into the season where once he was on PUP to start the season, that's automatically four weeks. And then, uh, we went through October, November of kind of week to week. Can he come back this week? Can he start coming back this week? And, uh, boy, yeah, his, uh, and then ultimately they obviously shut it down and he was out for the year, but, uh, yeah, his tweets were really uh, kind of uh, it seemed accusatory of, of something. Yeah. Now, Greer and McDaniel, they uh, indicated that they've been in communication with him and feel like he received all the proper care internally. But, um, yeah, I mean, saying that he still can't run or jump. And, uh, you know, speaking of his career in the past tense, even though he's not going to retire and obviously now the Dolphins will be releasing him with the post-June 1 designation for the, the cap relief and the savings, uh, you know, his time is up here. But, um, yeah, it, it seems like he might be really done playing football uh, based on how he was tweeting about his career in the past tense in, in uh, those tweets he released. So uh, just really shocking all around. Yeah, it was strange. Uh, David Furones, you could read his work in the Sun Sentinel, sunsentinel.com. Download the Sun Sentinel app. He's the Dolphins beat reporter. Anybody have coleslaw at the AL house? Uh, no, we didn't see coleslaw on the table. <laughs> no, so like uh, no side, uh, no side of coleslaw with the burger there. Why? No fries. We had fries on the side. Ooh. Yeah. For the most Are part. Are you a coleslaw yeah. fan? I could go for coleslaw. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not against it. Yeah. No, a fan. No, and coleslaw. I, I can go for it, and a fan is two no, different good things. Good coleslaw. Paul. Read between the lines. Yeah. He's good coleslaw is good coleslaw. Like it's not just a throw-in. Sometimes, sometimes it's like a really good addition to the meal. There are some places where they have good coleslaw. Some barbecue places where, yes. yeah, they offer the coleslaw, and you're like, yeah, I mean, that's a good. It, it really complements. 
the the barbecue. Uh, yeah, other places if it's a throw-in, then yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not turning it down. I'll just say yeah, you know, put it put it in there. <laughs> Thank you, David. Why why is there cabbage in the hand sanitizer? What what are you talking about? I rinse my hands off with that little nasty cup. What are you talking about? It is such a great uh, – we've had an argument about coleslaw. I'm a coleslaw guy, and I don't know uh, I don't know what Crowder's problem is. But coleslaw on an actual, like, pulled pork or pulled chicken sandwich, like at a barbecue place, oh, coleslaw yes. on the sandwich, That's it's the best, no? Oh, yes, yes. And, you know, Publix has a good coleslaw, too. They do. They do. I like Publix coleslaw. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. David Peronis knows his stuff. It's, it's, it's like it's saying, time for, uh, for you to acknowledge it. It's like saying John has a pretty bunion. No, it's not needed. True. It's nothing like that. Exactly what it is. <laughs> it's nothing like that. I'm sorry, David. I'm sorry. Thanks for making no, time. No, I'm all about it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. David Peronis, read his work in the Sun Sentinel, sunsentinel.com. All right, there you go. He wishes he stayed at the lunch, but whatever. He agreed to come on. What are you going to do? Four o'clock hour is coming up. 15 minutes of heat. Clay Ferrero is going to join us for that. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Holy cannoli. Hawk and Crowder. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.